0: Thank you for taking the time to listen. Church hurt is real. We would like to hear your story to help others who have been abused in church. Only when we speak up can we begin to heal from the pain. Please send your story confidentially to the email witmin@yahoo.com. Thank you for tuning into the Walk in Truth Radio Network. Stay tuned for an encouraging word from Pastor, Teacher Dr. James Sutton. Let's see what Pastor Sutton has to say to us today. Hello, this is Pastor Jay of Walk Truth Radio Network. This is your Thursday's Thought. Entitled Titles. Or should it be Titles That Entitle? Either way you look at it, there's something really, really wrong. And this is what I mean. A lifeguard title saves you when you're drowning. A fireman title saves you from fires. A EMT worker saves you for when you're sick. And you know, so on and so forth. And they do this because they want to practice what the title catch this, what the title imposes on them. They do not think they're privileged. They are servants. Now, I want you to Pay attention. Don't get mad at me. But I'm going to just tell you what I see. In the church, we have all these titles. Bishop. Apostle. Prophet. Evangelist. Archbishop. Deacon. Deacon in training. Pastor elect. All of these Many, many different titles. And the way it's practiced in America, these titles entitle you. Jesus warned about it and said about the Pharisees and the important people, the title people, that when this comes to gatherings, they seek out the chief seats. They seek out... To be recognized even the way they dress is not original it's from roman catholicism for those who claim to be um part of the evangelical or how would i say part of the uh reformed church um it's interesting to me that they have adopted the clothing and some of the mannerisms. They pick and choose, like a mulligan's do. What am I going to add from Roman Catholicism to stand out with all this pomp and circumstance? And you're supposed to be the Reformed church. So it's quite fascinating to me when we think about titles and entitlement and what the church is doing today. Let me ask you guys this question. Is the title of entitlement more important than the gospel in the Bible? It says the feet who carry the gospel are beautiful it didn't say clergy. Have we missed the mark when it comes to how we structure, organize, and govern our churches? And every denomination has their own organizational um, standards. And they're not wrong within themselves. But when you have layers and layers of title people, you have to remember everyone who gets their title is not saved. Everyone who gets their title may look at what the entitlement brings and decide it's something that they want to pursue. So they know if it can just get the title, no one can take it away from them. No one can really challenge them and they can do what is right in their own eyes. So I'm considering, this as i think about this what would it be like if we drop all the titles except for brother and sister and related to each other based upon love and not the big collar small collar red shirt purple shirt blue shirt cross in the pocket all of those regalia things that mean absolutely nothing when it comes to salvation, sanctification, edification of the body of Christ. I get it. I mean, you like to dress up in that stuff and you feel important. But what I've also found out is, is that if you take that stuff away from a lot of them, just put it in regular clothes and let them talk. See, the psychological nature of man is I see the red shirt, the purple shirt, the collar, and all that. I let my guard down and give them access to my thoughts because they look the part. That's why God says we walk by faith and not by sight. And and we don't judge a man based upon the outward. We judge a man on the inward. But we are so conditioned with first appearances. You only got so many seconds to make a good impression. And it's based upon how you look. You dress for success. So that first impression is what they go off of. And And again, there's a place for that. but it's not in the body of Christ. Remember, not many noble, not many wise. These are the people that Jesus picked. You think about the three witnesses in Luke, in chapter two and three. You have Simeon. You have a widow. And you have, who's the third one? Simeon, the widow, and you had the shepherds. Yeah, you had the shepherds. I'm just having a conversation with you. You're having the shepherds. The shepherds were of low estate. Simeon was not a clergy member. And the widow was just a widow that believed in God. And when, when we hear about the remnant out of the nation of Israel, those people are the remnant. Those people who seem to be not important, but it's Interesting that Shepherd Simeon, the widow, were actually revealed the of the coming King and got to see the coming King. He didn't reveal himself to the titled folk of Israel, Sadducees, the Pharisees, the Herodians. Matter of fact, Herod wanted to kill all babies, and he did. two-year-old and up for a period of time because the magi the wise men from the east came west and they did not come back his way to inform him on who this baby was so he went on a campaign and killed these babies and it talks about rachel's babies being killed and herod was not a jew herod had had obtained a title and power from rome and was Hell bent on maintaining his dynasty in the Jewish nation. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, even in the Bible, talks about as much as Jesus was doing, it was their concern was losing control and the power. Even with John the Baptist, think about this. Approximately 24 to 26 miles, people walked to get baptized by John the Baptist at Beersheba, which is in Jericho the same place Joshua crossed over, the new beginning, the transition. And then they sent out spies or they sent out inquirers to see what John the Baptist was doing. They sent out inquirers to see what John the Baptist was doing. And when they got there, they were wondering, was he the Christ? And then they began to question him and ask. And you you guys know the story from there. He's the forerunner of God. And yet he did not fit the part. He did not look the part, but he was a prophet of God. He did no miracles, but his, he had a voice. And Jesus said, as far as men born of woman, John the Baptist is the greatest man. But he said, those who are least in the kingdom is greater than he, which would be the shepherds, Simeon, and the widow. So it's important that you have a title. I know what you're saying. Well, Pastor, you have a title. Yeah, but I don't wear my title on my sleeve. I found out that through trial and error, there's a certain group of people who want the title. And they lean on the title towards you because they want that old title type of feeling that I'm under a pastor, I'm under a prophet. I'm under whoever, whatever title you want. But the problem is you become their idol 99% of the time they idolize you. They may not admit it, but they idolize you. So when something goes wrong, they don't look at you. They look at God because you're supposed to be God's representative. And then what you do is you become the idol. And then an idol needs to be worshipped. An idol needs to be sacrificed to. It. An idol needs to be given things. An idol needs to be propped up. And it comes in many different forms and fashions. But then there's the people. Everyday people. Walking around. And you walk up and give them the gospel. <coughs> Excuse me. You walk up and give them the gospel. And you begin to see hearts and minds change, and souls saved. And it really makes no difference whether they come to my church. All I ask is that they get into a Bible teaching church, whether they're titles or not. But it's quite fascinating that we spend a whole lot of time pontificating and building ourselves up and making much to do of nothing when we're supposed to be giving people the gospel that saves their soul and paul put it plainly for i'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of god unto salvation for those who believe so whatever talent skill uh verbial gymnastics that god has given you gift to communicate the gospel it's still one gospel but it may be served up In different ways some people are spatula people some people are spoon people some people like to just cut small slices and pull them out like that but it's the same pie we spend a lot of time pursuing things that god never considered us to pursue and if we have everything in christ jesus shouldn't we be trying to get everybody that we can to see that jesus died for their sins and that he's willing to forgive them if they confess and believe and turn and just willing to trust God for what Jesus' work. The work has been done and the laborers are few to talk about the work but this world is ripe with people who are waiting to hear the gospel from Anybody, but it's hard to give an idol the responsibility of the gospel when the idol's whole purpose is to receive the worship that is due to God. So post-COVID, scrambling, trying to reconstruct edifices and programs and all of this. But is anybody getting saved? Can't you just give people the gospel and not worry about them calling you pastor, bishop, apostle? Can you, will they listen to you if you just showed up in your regular clothes? Or is your strength in really the way you dress? The idolatry that it represents? I've watched it. But there is a barrier that's thrown up when you come to present the gospel when you dress like a Roman Catholic bastardized priest. You're wearing some of the things, but not all of the things. You know, you're doing some of it, but not all of it. You're wearing some things from Judaism. You're wearing some things from Catholicism. And you're mixing together, like I said, with a mulligan stew. And, you, and what you expect is is that that will open the door for you. But a lot of times with this younger generation, and I love them to death, it closes the door for you because they see it hasn't worked. You got more, I believe, in America, you got more people with titles than you probably got people actually in church. Everybody got a title. Everybody's having a conference. Didn't Paul say everybody got a song. Everybody got a word. But it's a bunch. It is word a bunch of words, salad, take away the sappy music that's playing behind them. Take away what they have on. And I challenge you to just sit back and listen to what they're saying. And does what they're saying lead you to repent? Does what they're saying lead you to recognizing that you need a savior? Does what they say lead you to a right relationship with God? Or does it lead you to the superficial worldly things to make you more friends with the world, solve the symptoms versus the cancer of sin? Is it more about the rituals that are performed to get you to open your wallet, to get you to pay the idol? Are you standing in 50 dollars 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 lines? I mean, video after video that I received from all over the world with this foolishness and this idolatry, and yet and still, people see it, But you want your bag. You want your money. You want your car. You want a better life. You want some material things. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you want to kind of flip-flop it and mix it together as if the Spirit of God is more concerned about you showing off your material wealth. When the Bible has story after story of wealth, not meaning nothing to God, that you build your bigger barns, you, you do all of this stuff. And then the next day you die and your soul is required of you. And the title entitled, I've done all these things in your name. i have cast out demons. And I said, your name, he's going to say, I never knew you and you and you're so arrogant in your title of entitlement, you are presuming, you are presumptuous that you're okay because you've been doing this a long time. But this is not a union job. This is not, you show your union card on how long you've been in it and you get validity when it comes to these young folks. Matter of fact, that might harm you That more than it will help you. And what I mean by young folks, I'm talking about young trying to inquire the truth. You haven't spoke the truth in so long. You just spoke everything else. You join every organization. You hop from one organization to the next organization, to the next fad, to the next fad. You do everything that the world tells you to do with God versus worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Other scriptures. It said, believe upon me as the scripture has said. And out of your belly shall flow. Your your heart shall flow. Through your mind shall flow. These rivers of living water. And if it's not scripturally based, it's dead water. It's water that can't nourish. It's water that can't can't, uh, sanctify. It's just dead. And the people don't know the difference because they're looking at the red shirt, the purple shirt, the big collar, the small collar. You know, the different sizes collars tell you who the person is. But, That just tells you they have a title. It doesn't tell you what's in their heart. It doesn't tell you what's in their heart. All it does, it tells you that they've attained a position. And it doesn't mean that they are skilled in rightly dividing the word of truth. So, I'm going to wrap this up. Entitled, title. titles that entitle versus the gospel of Christ which is good for everybody the gospel that Paul preached the gospel that sets people free from their sin and begins them on the process of being sanctified by God the gospel that makes you a servant not an entitled title Ask yourself the question, when's the last time your titled, entitled person truly served you, or do you have service to serve them? Only you know the truth, and I pray that God will open up your eyes. This is Pastor Jay. Walk Through the Radio Network, Senior Pastor of Walk Through Christian Fellowship Church. I always want you to be encouraged, blessed, and peace. And remember, walk in the truth of the Lord. Peace.